All right, welcome to part two of our new moon practical magic musings podcast. So hopefully you listened to part one where I chatted all about what the new moon means and gave you three super practical rituals to get your new moon ritual going, to get you in tune with the lunar calendar. So, so, so powerful. But I also wanted to dive in and use this opportunity to chat with you about this specific new moon um, that this podcast is launching under. And, you know, just as uh, for reference, if you're listening to this and it's outside the window of the new moon, or maybe you're listening to it, you know, years from now, months from now, um, I really trust your intuition in clicking yes and, and and listening or watching this. And the message around the call to courage is evergreen. It's ever present um, and it's applicable to us at all times. In fact, you know, I will be doing a lot of podcast episodes around specific things that are going on astrologically when they come up. But the the messages that the moons bring us, the messages from astrology are are eternal. They are life theme episodes. Um, And so there's always something that you can learn from it. And yes, you know, a a new moon um, energetic portal is most potent between um, three days on either side of the moon. So the three days before and the three days after. And that's the time for you to do your rituals and to set intentions. But the wisdom that comes through with each each moon, like I said, is truly evergreen. So you can get something out of this regardless of when you're listening to it. So the call to courage. I called this new moon podcast, The Call to Courage, because um, while I watched the Brene Brown documentary for the second time last night, and actually was just listening to um, Daring Greatly while I was cleaning before recording this. And I really believe that this is the theme of this new moon in Leo. I mean, it's such an important theme for all of us, a a thing to talk about in our lives in general. But this new moon in Leo, um, I've just been feeling this energy with everything where, you know, in the middle of – you know, the early debates for the candidates that are going to run for president in our country. There's, uh, we just had another school shooting. There's a lot of crazy things going on in the world. And this new moon in Leo comes after a pretty crazy eclipse season, you know, where we're at the tail end of eclipse season now. And we've, you know, been tossed around a bit this summer. We've had some real big eye openers. Maybe some amazing things have come into our lives and maybe some things have left our lives abruptly. Maybe we've had to look at ourselves in a different way than we ever have. And and this new moon in Leo, I see as a rallying cry. I see as I see this beautiful heart-centered troop leader of a lion roaring and saying, now is the time. Now we must rise. Now we must show people who we are. And um, how I like to do my, you know, new moon or full moon or moon forecast at all is I like to think, I like to tap into the personality of the moon. Um, and so Leo in general, right, is like the lion. It's this heart-centered courage. It's it's roaring and being protective of what's theirs, but also being loving, being the life of the party, being someone that that loves that, that loves attention, can handle attention well. And when I tap into this moon, that's you know what really came through was this call for courage, this call to step up, to be willing to be fully and completely ourselves, to own, 
you know, one of the things that Brene was talking about, and I hope that maybe, you know, I'm going to put that out there on this new moon. I'm setting the intention that Brene Brown will one day be on the Practical Magic Musings podcast. And so it is. So I'm watching Brene Brown and she talks about how vulnerability and courage are our bedfellows, right? You can't have one without the other. And that also connects me with Leo, right? Leo, um, again, if we think of Leo as a person personified, is someone that has a big heart, is someone that is sensitive, but is also someone that can roar, that can be, you know, if, if you're hurting someone they love or if you're touching something that, that, that speaks to their heart and, and pursue and, and go, go for that thing, right? So, when we're thinking about what is this new intention to be more courageous, I really want you to think what area of your life, and maybe there are multiple areas, right, that you're not fully being 110% yourself. You're not putting all of your cards on the table because you're scared of not being liked, of not being loved, of being rejected, of having to face criticism of being uncomfortable or having uncomfortable conversations because what happens is in order to be courageous, we have to feel those feelings. We have to wonder, we have to be in that space of being like, I might get rejected for this. Someone might not like me for saying this. And and the areas of our life where we're stifling ourselves, where we're not fully showing up, those are the areas that that this new moon is calling forth. And, you know, what comes to mind, because we also have Venus um, in the sky, which is also putting a a highlight for a lot of us on relationships, on partnerships, on um, where do you need to be more courageous around partnerships, perhaps on what you, how you show up in partnerships, um, what you ask of partnerships, maybe what you, what you want to call in for your partner or how you want to handle the relationship you already have to make it even better, to make it even more amazing. And it reminds me of this story. And uh, because I'll never forget the first time I was fully myself with a man I dated. And it was a few years ago now, but I had just come off a pretty devastating breakup. I guess not just come off. I had I had come off a breakup where I, after we broke up, there was a part of me that felt that the guy never really fully knew me. I was like, how weird to have gone through this relationship with this guy and had been kind of walking a little bit on eggshells, hiding parts of myself because I was so worried that if I showed them that I they I might not be loved for them or, um, you know, it, I might not be loved for them. That was really what it was. And I remember getting to this point with myself and my spiritual journey and with where I was in my life where I made a promise to myself that the next person that I started dating, I was going to be 110% myself. I was going to let my freak flag fly early. <laughs> and uh, the the man that I ended up meeting after that was, you know, maybe like six months, a year down the line, right? I started dating him. And, you know, we were friends for a little bit first and he knew a lot about my work and my spiritual beliefs and my journey around that. And I remember when he started dating me, I really opened up to him in a way about things that I had never opened up before. I mean, I started talking about, I was like, can we watch, let's watch Asian Aliens. Let's, 
watch documentaries on the pyramids and I would ask him questions and I would be honest about my my own truth around it and my own beliefs around it. I would talk to him about Atlantis. I would invite him to breath work or um, into my meditations with me. I would show him the parts of me that I had hidden, that I didn't know if someone could fully love and accept. And, and part of me, I was completely terrified. But I knew that if I did it from the get-go, that I would have a, a higher chance of being able to do it than if I was already in a relationship, right? Because the stakes were a little bit lower, even though it was still super vulnerable. And I'll never forget, you know, of course, what usually does happen or what happens a lot, especially in relationship, when you're truly able to own who you are unapologetically, and I think this happens in all areas of your life. Yes, there will always be, you know, some people that will criticize you or might not agree with you or might think you're crazy or whatever it is, right? But the vast majority I have found, in my experience at least, really love you for it. They love you even if they don't agree with you, even if they think it's nuts that you eat peanut butter every morning for breakfast or whatever your little weird thing is, right? Um, even if someone thinks I'm a little bit of an extremist because I wake up every morning and I do my like five-step morning routine, right? People are magnetized to to courage and authenticity to people unapologetically showing up and owning who they are because deep down we all have the core desire to do that we all want to just be who we are we all want to let our freak flags fly we all want to courageously stand up for the things that matter to us that are important in our heart so when we see someone else that's doing that and if you think about an influential leader right now that really resonates with you you know, like I, I know, I think I mentioned Marianne Williamson, the other thing, but um, Marianne Williamson right now running um, for the Democratic bid for president. I look at her and I'm like, oh my God, here is someone who is a spiritual teacher, who is an author, who has had so much success, so much success in her career and transformed so many lives. And I still think to myself, if I were her, I would be shaking in my boots to go head to toe with these politicians, right? To, to, to have the courage to stand where she stands with all of her intelligence and with all of her great policy and all of her plans, you know? I'm I'm not I'm a hundred percent for her, right? But but I still I look at that, right? And I am so inspired and invigorated by that because of how unapologetically she can own who she is. And I've, you know, followed her for years upon years, been to many of her lectures, read almost all of her books, right? And the the way she carries herself and the language she's using in the debates and in her campaign is genuinely her. And so, you know, there are a lot of people, a lot of authors, a lot of, um, you know, celebrities perhaps, right, that you could completely, you know, be like, oh, like, you know, I, I'm i not like, a, you know, into Kim Kardashian or anything like that, but can I see in her her unapologeticness of being who she are, she is and just putting it out there. Yeah, and there's part of us. It's why she has like millions of people watching her, right? It's because we're drawn to that because there's a part of us that's like, wow, I want to be super comfortable saying this. I want to be super comfortable, you know, wearing my sweatpants, going to um, food shopping with no makeup and whatever, right? Whatever the thing is, right? We just want to own it. We love people that are unapologetically themselves. And so, of, of course, you know, that, that man responded well 
um, and all of us after have as well. And it was really a reminder to me that I'm most loved when I'm unapologetically myself. And similarly, honestly, with this podcast and and launching this YouTube show and this podcast and Practical Magic Musings and really opening my 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 broom closet, so to speak, <laughs> on some of the magical things I do, some of the rituals and sharing into some of the um, supernatural experiences I've had and and just who I really am, who I truly am, right? <laughs> which is magical AF, right, um, <laughs> is is so freeing. And part of me knows I have to do it. I have to do it for all the women that look up to me, for all the women that are in the practical magic training who have gone through my practical magic training or my spread your light mastermind or worked with me one-on-one or for all the people that look up to me on Instagram. I also feel responsible to be that way and to make sure I'm constantly courageously honoring the truth in my heart and so that big story to just say what's coming up for you around that what thoughts what you know I like to think about this this dialogue right as a conversation if we were having tea right now and I was sharing this story what's trying to come out of your mouth right now what story do you want to share what area of your life are you do you want to say you know what man I've I've really wanted to be able to be myself in front of a man for for a while now, but I'm I'm scared that if I actually let them know how um, quirky I am, that maybe they won't love me. Or I'm scared if if my finance uh, more conservative boyfriend knew that I'm listening to you and reading A Course in Miracles, that he'd break up with me. Right? I mean, we've all been there. There's no shame in in having any of the thoughts you're having right now. Or even in your, um, you know, if it it comes down to in your job or what you want to do. There, it wouldn't be courage if there wasn't fear. Right? Courage is not the absence of fear. Courage can only exist because of the presence of fear. Because there is a part of you that's like, Wow, I could fail. This could blow up in my face. That 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 partner could leave me. Um, my boss could could fire me or reject this idea that I want to propose or you know or think something of me because of it. I could put it on social media and have people leave nasty comments, right? Or no one leave any comments, right? The courage comes from taking the risk. And you know, one of the things that I grew up playing ice hockey and street hockey and watching hockey with my dad. And I remember we used to go to Rangers games. We still have season tickets. And I would always hear when we were sitting in our seats watching the game and I would love watching, you know, what the players were doing and how they were playing. And, you know, there would always be guys in the stand that would be shouting, like, more defense or can you skate a little faster or, you know, whatever. And, and kind of just being these spectators trying to give instructions And I remember talking to my dad one day about it and being like, Dad, you shouldn't get a mic unless you're on the ice, right? You shouldn't be able to have an opinion on what someone else is doing unless you know what it's like. You know, if if you're also in the NHL or you're a a hockey coach or you know what it's like to be down there, you're in the coach box, you're on the the stands waiting to, you're in the, you know, the the box waiting to jump into the game, 
yeah, yeah. You can shout at your teammate and say, hey, 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 you know, pick it up a little bit or like move to the left or whatever it is, right? But how dare you? How And how funny it is, right, that so many of the people that criticize us for being courageous, for, for, for being active, for doing the thing, for doing the damn thing, right, aren't doing the thing in their life. And I saw this quote. Um, someone that, and I'm going to butcher it now. Uh, I think it's anyone that's achieved greater than you would never criticize you. Something like that. Uh, no, I'm butchering it. Uh, but essentially, the essence of it was that, you know, the people that are really fighting the fight, the people that are living courageous lives, the people that are putting themselves out there unapologetically, they know what it's like. They know what it's like to live in that ring. They know what it's like to walk that edge of vulnerability. And so when they see others doing it, they have tremendous respect for it. They actually have no time for judgment, no time for criticism. Because when you're living a life courageously, when you're putting yourself out there so powerfully, when you're honoring who you are, then you, you're not, you don't have the, you really don't have the focus or the energy of the time to be judging what other people are saying. And there are people, like I said, that I can completely disagree with, that I can disagree with their viewpoints on, and I can still respect them because of their courage and unapologetically standing up for the truth in their heart. And their truth might not be my truth, but that's okay. And so I really, you know, this new moon in Leo, I want you to honor what the truth in your heart is. And I want you to ask yourself, what is it calling me to courageously step into? What is it calling me to courageously ask for? Where do I need to be uncomfortable? To roar, even if I'm scared. To move forward with the joy and the love and the freedom that really comes from owning who you are unapologetically. That comes from living courageously. You never feel more alive. And when you're in the ring, when you're in the arena, when you're playing on the field, for anyone who's ever played a sport, you know that. When you're on that field and you're watching that puck or that ball or whatever you're playing, you're alive. You're present. You're in it. You have no time. Think about, you know, the guy in the fifth row that's eating his popcorn. No. You're present. You are keenly alive in that moment and and that's when we're that's how we feel when we're being courageous with our lives when we're being courageous and we're putting ourselves out there for what we want and whether that's going on 51st dates because you are ready to meet your amazing partner that you're setting the intention for this new moon or whether that's having a uncomfortable conversation with your boss about shifts that need to be made in your position or whether that's, that's putting yourself out there after working for the same company for 20 years and starting your own business or, or looking into, you know, getting your game plan ready to start your own business or looking into, you know, other jobs to apply for. Whether that's 
going to the gym for the first time in five years or going to a CrossFit class that terrifies you, but that you, that you genuinely, you're so curious to check out and you're worried that you're going to fail. That's courageous. That counts too. Having a tough conversation with a family member about honoring your truth, about, you know, telling who you are. What One of the most courageous conversations you can have, right, is, you know, if someone wants to share about their sexuality with their, their family member, talk about the courage, owning who they are unapologetically and saying, this is who I am, mom and dad. I'm gay or whatever it is, right? You know, owning that maybe you want to do a different, maybe your parents, I think we have a lot of courageous conversations with our parents growing up, or sometimes we still need to have them as adults. Hey guys, this is the lifestyle I want to live, right? I'd have that courageous conversation with my parents when I told them I was never going to have a nine to five. I was going to be an entrepreneur. I was going to be going this myself and they're going to have to deal with that. And so whether that's with your parents, your friends, your coworkers, your partner, yourself, I want you to acknowledge what's coming up for you right now as you're listening to this. And hopefully you you listen to the other podcasts as well and have some beautiful rituals you can set in place. And do some journaling. Do some journaling around different areas of your life. But like I said in the the prior podcast, you can always honor the, the thing that's most present. So if what's most present to you is your love life, great, go with that. If what's most present to you right now is your well-being, great, go with that. If what's most present to you right now is your living situation or your well-being, your career, your money, whatever it is, dive deeper into that. Ask yourself, how can you be more courageous? How can you be vulnerable and follow your heart and start a new project or a new chapter and make a new shift? without, um, you know, with allowing yourself to be, allowing yourself to be uncomfortable. Moving through that with that heart-centered Leo courage that this new moon is going to support you and help you really launch forward, help you really rocket ship forward. So have an amazing new moon in Leo. It truly is. Leo has a lot of joy and love and fun. And I know maybe this was a little intense, but um, it really is. It really is. I want you to think about this. When you are courageously, it's like the exhilaration of playing that sport. It's the exhilaration of if you've ever sat, if you ever stood on a stage and had the mic, right? It's You feel more alive than you, you've ever felt in your life, right? When you're putting yourself out there. So think about that as well as you're moving through this. Think about how alive and how joyous and how fun it will be for you to fully embrace who you are in this heart-centered, beautiful, beautiful way that this new moon is asking of you. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you subscribe to the Practical Magic Musings podcast or my YouTube channel if you're watching this on there. And of course, um, if you want to listen to the full workshop on this, including the meditation, you can join Appreciate. It's only $25 a month and you get a workshop every week, new moon, full moon, two in between to help you stay on your spiritual path and keep flexing those intuitive muscles. We'll have a new moon in Leo workshop out this week, of course, as well as please, if you love this, give it a thumbs up on YouTube, leave a comment, Leave a review on iTunes if you give us five stars and share why you love the Practical Magic Musings podcast. For every 25 people that we have, leave a comment. I'm going to pick one at random 
and give you a free practical magic breakthrough session with me. One hour, me and you helping you have a tremendous breakthrough in your life. So leave that, leave that five-star review. Let me know why you love it. And I will see you next week right here on the Practical Magic Musings podcast.